Hello, I'm Javis Lewis, and today I'm going to show you how to use popovers in your iPad app. Popovers, you've seen them many times before. They're these floating windows that are presented on top of something else, and they're iPad only. And today we're going to learn how to create them. Let's have a look at what we're doing today. First of all, we're going to go through what is a popover, or what makes a popover. How do we create it in principle? Then we're going to hack some code and go ahead and create one in, in fact, in code. There's two ways you can create a popover. Either write the code yourself or use the help of a storyboard. And the approach is slightly different, hence we're going to go through both of them. Another important thing that you may want to know about is how to respond to your popover. So just bringing it up and dismissing it is one thing if you just want to present data, but usually you present a popover and you'd like the user to change something in the popover. And then it's dismissed and we need to make sure we grab whatever the changes that, that we want to process. And then in a second video, I'm going to show you how to use the UI image picker controller and present it in a popover. On the iPhone, you can just present the UI image picker controller, but on the iPad, you're not meant to do that. Apple recommend you use, uh, actually, Apple demand that you use a popover if you're bringing up a UI image picker controller on the iPad. And hence, we're going to dedicate a second video to that. The tools that we're going to use for this project is Xcode 5.1, my most favorite Xcode release so far. And we're going to use iOS 7.1. And we don't need a real device, so I'm going to use the iPad simulator. Let's have a look at the ingredients of what makes a good popover. Well, we've just said it's a floating window that is presented on top of other content. But uh, much like um, the counterparts, the UI navigation controller and the tap bar controller, they're just constructs. So that's the, we're really dealing, when we say popover, we're really dealing with the popover controller. And the popover controller needs a view controller to be presented inside of it. It's only available on iPad, so if you try and create a popover on the iPhone or on the iPod Touch, then the app will crash. We use the UI popover controller class to bring up the construct, and then its content view controller is another UI view controller. So we need both of them. We need a view controller that you create just as you'd create any other view controller. Then you'd create your popover controller and put the view controller inside it. I'll show you how that works. The other important thing is how do we respond to our popover? Not surprisingly, it works with a delegate protocol, and this one's called the UI Popover Controller Delegate Protocol. It has three methods, two of them we're not really interested in. One of them is the one that is most important to us, and that's called the Popover Dismiss delegate method. And that tells us when somebody's tapped outside the popover, which is at that point it will disappear and the delegate gets called, it's being passed the popover controller and we can grab any kind of content uh, on the inside of that UI popover controller. Because we're doing that and because the popover is dismissed at that point, we have to have a strong reference to the popover controller at all times. Otherwise, we're going to get an exception and our program crashes. Right, let's see how all that works in code. I'm going to create a brand new Xcode project here. And it'll be a single view application because that's all we need. And I'm going to call it popovers. I'm going to choose iPad only here. and I'll put it on my desktop. Let's start with the storyboard first. 
One of the things that is perhaps slightly annoying is the size of the iPad that's being represented in the storyboard. So make sure you make it a bit smaller here so we can actually see something. I wish they would sort this out, really. Anyway, um, <clears throat> before we get started, this is our single view here. I'd like to embed this in a navigation controller. So you head over to the menu, head over to Editor, Embed in a Navigation Controller. And that's going to give me that that navigation bar up here, so I can drag in a button further at the bottom here, this one, the bar button item, and I'll put it on the right. See, this is one of the things that I wish they would sort out. If you're not in 100% zoom, you can't actually drop a button on this. You have to be in 100% view, which means it usually doesn't fit on people's screens unless you have a really, really large screen. Drag it in. Tap on it, and in the Identity Inspector here, Attributes Inspector rather, I'm going to pick the Action button so that it looks like a nice little symbol here. I'm also going to, I'm actually going to make it small again, I'm going to drag in a standard view controller here as well, and this is going to be what we're going to present as the popover. So this is going to go inside the popover. Again, it looks a little bit large, much larger than we need it to be. So I'll go on to the size inspector and instead of simulated size from fixed, I'm going to choose freeform. And I'm going to tell this thing to be about 300 by 300. There, much more palatable. To make these things visually distinguishable, I'm going to drag a label on here. Oops. I'm going to call it Hello Popover, just so that we've got something that is displayed. And I'm also going to click on the view here. And instead of the white color, maybe I'll make it a light gray, like that. And speaking of colors, I'm going to click that view here as well on the on our main view controller. I'm going to give it a little bit of an off-white here. In the title, this is just for us. I'm going to say popover in code, because that's the first thing we're going to do. We're going to create this thing in code. Because right now there's no link between our main view controller and the popover, we're going to name this view controller here in the Identity Inspector, and give it a storyboard ID, and let's call it Popover. This is so that I can instantiate it in code in a moment. I'm going to give the main view controller a few properties, so one of them is when I go into the Assistant Editor, and I will drag from the Action button in between Interface and End, and I'll just create an outlet to that button. It's uh, my action button. And I'm also going to need, uh, in fact, an action, which is going to go right under there. And this is going to be action button pressed. Great, now I have a reference to the button and I also have an action connected to it. Let's go back into full view and do some code hacking. Okay, I guess it's fairly obvious what we're going to do next. 
if somebody presses that action button, we would like the popover to be displayed. So let's define what needs to happen here. First, we need to create a popover controller, and we need to add the view controller, and then we need to present this thing. Well, if we're going to create a popover controller, we need to hold on to a strong reference. So I need to create that one up here as well. So just under my first property, I'm going to add another one. And this one's also strong and non-atomic. And it's going to be a UI popover controller. And notice that if I call this popover, I'm going to get an exception here. And that's because a view controller already has a method called popover controller. So we can't use that. We need to call that something else, just in case you come across this. I'm going to call mine just popover. It's not technically correct because it's really, it's not a popover, it's a popover controller. But it's short and sweet and it kind of describes what we're doing here. By the way, we need this strong reference because if the popover gets dismissed, the delegate method may be called, by which time the popover no longer exists. So we have to hold on to it, otherwise we get an exception. It's important that we do that. So now that we have a reference, let's create the popover controller. In fact, I suppose we need to create that view controller first. So let's put that at the top here and deal with that first. Our view controller is in the storyboard, so I'm going to grab it from there in code, and here's how we do that. And this is a singleton method from the UI storyboard class, and it gives us a reference to our own storyboard with the name of main.storyboard. So that's just the string I'll pass in here, main. You don't have to append .storyboard, it, it will know that. And the bundle is nil, in which case it looks at our own bundle. That's what we like. With it, we can instantiate a view controller from that storyboard. And that view controller is uh, just a standard view controller in this case. Instantiate view controller with identifier. And that's why it was important that we gave it that identifier. I've already forgotten what mine was called, so let's go back and have a look. Pop over. Short and sweet. Very simple. With identifier pop over. There we go. Now we have a reference to that view controller from our storyboard. We need this so that we can give it to our popover controller and we're going to create that one next. So self popover, it's not allocked and initted yet so you may think you do it like this UI popover controller alloc and you just hit init but if you do that then Xcode will also raise an exception because you can't use alloc and init on a popover controller. You have to use the convenience method init with content view controller. And that makes much more sense because the popover controller can't really exist without a view controller because otherwise it wouldn't know what to display. It's like a navigation controller without a view controller to display. What would the navigation controller display? So init with content view controller, we've just created one called view controller. That's that. And now we need to present this thing. So we'll say present popover. And we've got two methods here. We can either present it from a bar button item or we can present it from 
our own rectangle that we can make in a view. We've got a bar button item on our navigation controller, so we're going to use this. And it will ask us which bar button item are you talking about? Which one would you like to use? Luckily, I've created a reference to mine, which is the self-action button. And it also asks us for the permitted arrow directions. And that's the thing, you've, you've seen this on the popovers, that they point to the button that initiated them. You can, of course, deal with all these things manually, but the popover controller is kind enough to say that if it is presented below a button, then the arrow will point up. Or if it's presented above a button, it'll point down and so forth. And for the system to be able to do that, we can pass in this enumeration here. UI pop over arrow direction any. You can go down, left, right, up, unknown even. But if you use any, then the system will choose what's what looks best here. Animated, uh, give it yes because it looks all swish. And that's really all we need to do. If I were to run this now, hopefully this should work. Let's try it out. Here it is, our yellow background, here's our action button, and hey, there we go, hello popover. That's awesome. We can click inside it, so if there's anything that needs to be done inside the popover, the popover stays. We click outside it, it goes away. And also the background gets dimmed a bit so that the focus is put onto that popover controller. Nice. That's not bad. But, of course, we don't just want to present something, we want the user to be able to make some changes in the popover. And we want to react to those changes, so as soon as it's dismissed, we want to know what's happened in the popover. Let's do something that will demonstrate that. I'm going to go back into my storyboard here, and I'm thinking that perhaps a date picker may do the trick here. Instead of hello popover, I'll say pick a date. And then in the popover, I'll put a date picker, if I can find it. Here it is. There. Oh, date picker's too big. I'll make it fit. That's cool. Here's a date picker. I'm going to just use the date. And of course, now I want a reference to that date picker as well. So I'm going to have to go and create a new class for that under File New. Let's create an Objective-C class. Maybe we'll call it the Date View Controller. How's that? Standard View Controller. Excellent. Now we have some code. Go back to the storyboard. And this little guy will now be our Date View Controller. Great. When I do that, I can switch over to the Assistant Editor and grab a reference from the date picker and drag it into my date view controller custom class. I'll just call it date picker. And that's really all I need in here. In my main view controller, rather than writing out that date, I'm just going to use another date picker. I'm going to present the picked date from the popover in the date picker of the main view. Makes it short and sweet. I'm also going to choose date here on this guy. And of course I need a reference to this view to this date picker here as well. 
So this is the assistant editor again, and now I'm on my main view controller. Drag a property. I could also call it date picker. Maybe I'll call it main date picker. Okay, that's all we need to do in the storyboard. Let's go back to our main view controller and mend this method a little bit that what happens when the action button is pressed. So uh, beforehand we were instantiating a standard view controller but right now we have a custom class so we need to import that class up here date view controller and then down here in the action button pressed method we need to uh, replace this as well. So it's a date view controller that we're interested in now. Um, everything else can stay the same we still won't be able to tell what happens when the popover is dismissed because that will happen via a delegate method. I'm going to put that down here. It's going to be popover delegate. Uh, in order to conform to that, I need to tell my class up here in the first add interface statement. In these angular brackets, we're going to put UI popover controller delegate. And if I do that, I should be able to use code completion and just type hyphen pop over. And there we go, we get three delegate methods here. We really want to know when it's already happened, so we're going to use this one. Pop over controller did dismiss pop over. And in this method, we're being passed the pop over controller that has been dismissed. So in theory, we could have many more than one popover controller. Uh, so in our case, we can test which popover controller was brought up if you needed to test that and distinguish which popover you're reacting to. In our case, that's not necessary, just something to be aware of. So what we want to do here is we want to grab not the popover controller, we have that already, we want to grab the view controller that was inside it as a reference, because right now this day view controller we don't have a strong reference to. The popover controller knows it, but we don't. So we need to do something very similar that we did up here. We have a date view controller. I'll call it date view. And I'm going to grab that from the popover controller's content view controller. Now that we have that date view, there's actually that's one thing that we need to do. I th think that may have gone wrong there when I connected that date picker in the date view controller. If I go into the implementation file, Yes, I see that the date picker is not a public property. I should have probably put that into the header file instead, so I'm going to take that out and put it in the header file, just so that our main view controller can actually read that property. It needs to be public. I could have done that in the storyboard straight away. didn't think of that. Sorry about that. One of those things. Anyway, so uh, let's grab a date. I'm going to call it the date, and it will be the date views, date pickers, date. Does that make sense? And it's date that comes out of the date views, date picker. And here's the second warning that we're getting. Incompatible pointer, and this just means that we do need to typecast it. Let's do that. So this is a date view controller that comes out of that. So now Xcode is happy here and we have the date. All that remains to be done is that our self main date pickers date wants to be 
the date. And now the popover state will be given to our main date picker. Shall we try it out? Let's try it out. Okay, here's that date picker. We're not going to use that for anything. But this guy should now say maybe December 2012. See what happens? Nothing happens. Do you know why? Because we haven't set the delegate. We're implementing a delegate protocol, but we're not telling that little popover who the delegate is. Let's do that up here. Right in the action button pressed method. Well, we've got that popover. Let's just set its delegate to self. Run it again, see what happens. Wait until the date picker stopped rolling and hey, look at that. Amazing. Let's say February 2010. Yes, works a treat. Cool. And now we can react to whatever's happening in the popover and bring it into our main interface and react to it accordingly. In the next video, I'm going to show you how to do the exact same thing, but rather than create the popover completely in code, I'm going to use the storyboard to create a popover.